I'm excited about the next few minutes of WGTD's morning show because we're going to be talking about something that in my long history of doing this program, we have never talked about before. In fact, I don't think we've even gone near the really intriguing topic of home inspections. That is, when one is about to buy a home, that process process by which uh, a home that you're thinking about buying is inspected by an, an unbiased third party who are experts in doing exactly that, inspecting a, a home from top to bottom, side to side, uh, trying to assess its worth, potential problems, and so on. And uh, for anybody who has gone through this process, whether you are buying or selling, uh, you maybe have some understanding of just how complicated it is. But nobody understands the process better than my three morning show guests, Sal, Paul, and David Cadenese. Sal is the father, Paul and David, two sons, and uh, they uh, own and operate a Mundelein-based family business called Legacy Inspection Group, and they have been doing home inspections for a long, long time. In fact, Sal uh, Cadenese, the father, has inspected over 30,000 homes in his long career in this business, and we're going to be talking with them about uh, at least some of the aspects of this work, how important it is, and and uh, for someone who secures a home inspection team uh, to take care of this, what do they need to be thinking about? So we'll cover a whole lot in the next few minutes. And Sal, Paul, David, Cadenese, we welcome you to the morning show. We're glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. So happy to be talking with you. I would love to talk with uh, Father Sal Cadenese first to just find out a little bit about how this business got off the ground. When and under what circumstances did you create Legacy Inspection Group? Uh, Greg, thank you that for having us on here. Uh, I started it in 1995. It's just a quick clarification here. I have not done, personally, 30,000 inspections. If I did, I'd be dead. Uh, <laughs> as a company, though, we've done over 30,000 inspections. Uh, um, as we put together a team approach to inspecting, and we've got a good group of inspectors. So over the course of the last 28 years, uh, we've done over 30,000 inspections as a company. Very good. Back uh, a question, uh, you, if for maybe the older pe- people listening, uh, the original idea with the um, with, when buying a home was buyer beware. You bought it moved in, and you discovered that there's issues there. A lot of times those were minor issues. But what happened over time and people were having problems when they were having major issues that felt were hidden or we they were not giving an honest uh, uh, evaluation of the home. And so that's where this business of home inspections came, came in, to try and counter that. Um, basically, the home inspections have been going on for the last, 90 years, but typically it was only people with a lot of money could afford to hire uh, an electrician, a plumber, a roofer, a contractor to come in and look at the home before they bought it. So that process was extremely expensive. Uh, The home inspection industry came in in the late mid seventies where they felt, look at everybody should have that opportunity. And so our, our, our profession was created uh, to give everybody the opportunity to have a non-biased party come in and take a look at the home beforehand, determine if 
maybe there, there needs to be further evaluation that issues are found or directly find the issue and able to give everybody the opportunity to have the home looked at before they bought it. I started in 1995 um, looking to change careers. At that time, I was uh, a teacher, um, college level, high school level for years, but was looking to do something differently. I had a friend in real estate who kind of informed me about this. And so back in 1995, I started the business by myself. And uh, in 2000, my son Paul came on with me as we started to grow. And then in 2002, Dave came and that kind of started it to where in, in the beginning of uh, getting to where we are right now. But the idea behind the whole business was to um, create a company that could provide good, solid, unbiased information for a home buyer so they could make a good decision moving forward on the purchase of a home. Very well put. Uh, Paul and David, was it just a no-brainer to uh, climb aboard your father's business? I mean, to follow in his footsteps? Uh, this is Paul Bragg. I would say, uh, you know, yeah, I would say there, I, I finished school and I just didn't want to, you know, an everyday office job. It was not my personality. It was, I like to work with people. I like to be out and about. And it kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of was a no brainer for me. I wouldn't have been happy sitting in an office, uh, you know, 40 hours a week doing it. Um, so yeah, it was, I would say it was a no brainer. He gave me the opportunity to come aboard. He was just starting to grow. Um, and you know, the opportunity was there and we've kind of taken it and run, ran with it. Hey, Greg, this is Dave here. Yeah, I uh, actually came on when Sal started doing uh, the training school for the state. And uh, as that evolved, uh, we needed websites and stuff like that. So I originally started doing more technical stuff like websites and then hopped in doing actual field work and inspections, too. So for me, it was kind of there was a need that needed to be filled, and I hopped in to do that. Mm. And, you know, I, I had not really stopped to think about it, but I can't think of a better example of a job in which no two jobs are exactly the same. I mean, I should think that every time you walk into a house, I mean, it is its own challenge. And, uh, and of course, you've probably had some adventures and some misadventures in terms of the kind of places you've inspected, and maybe we'll take a little time for those sorts of, of stories. Um, on your website, you make mention of the fact of a state requirement, and this might be something maybe specifically, I, I, I would assume it's specifically in place in Illinois, maybe it's not in effect in other places, but it says something about how the state requires uh, the buyer to sign a pre-inspection agreement specifying what will and will not be done during an inspection. I'm curious, first of all, if, if, if that is just one or if there are a lot of regulations uh, when it comes to this matter of, of home inspection. And what's the, what is the main point of this pre-inspection agreement that must be signed? Yeah, this is Sal again, Greg. Uh, uh, yeah, in, in Illinois and also up in Wisconsin, uh, license, to do this job, you have to be licensed. And uh, I think it came from the state just saying, hey, this is quite an important feature of uh, the home buying process, and they want to make sure there are at least some background and some controls over uh, who's doing it, make sure they're properly trained and educated. Part of the reason we got into the education part of this business with our, our inspection school so that we are training people to do it. 
And what the, one of the requirements the state did was say, hey, we need to sign a pre-inspection agreement. What a pre-inspection agreement is, it's a good business practice when both the client and the purveyor ourselves are on the same page, have the same expectations. And that's really what a pre-inspection agreement is. It lays out, we lay out for the client what we're going to do, okay, what is going to happen during the course of the inspection, and um, what maybe limitations there are so that the client knows, and, and, and part of our requirement is to make sure people have this document well ahead of the inspection so they really know what we're about to do, what we're proposed to do, and what limitations there are, and then uh, make sure that everybody's on the same page, which can save a lot of problems later on. Hmm. So when you go into a home, um, it's obviously impossible to thoroughly inspect every single cubic inch of, 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 a, of a whole home. Uh, generally speaking, what is your sort of list of, of important tasks that must always be done in every typical home inspection? Well, the it, again, this is Sal one more time here. Uh, you know, basically, it's almost the, the state lists the important elements, but also if the people will check on their real estate contract, the real estate community is also listed. And, and what we want to focus on is the major systems, the roof, the plumbing, the heating, the electric, the structure, and then what we call the livability issues in a home. What it's going to be like for a client once or a person once they buy the home and move in. Uh, water pressure, drainage, safety features to make sure they're all there. Uh, so that's kind of the big focus, to make sure the big items they're not going to get hurt on and that also living in this home is a safe environment for them and their family. Hmm. I noticed that on your website, and there's probably, this might be true of, of other home inspection firms as well, uh, there's a list of some very specific things like radon testing, sewer scoping, mold testing, chimney scoping. Uh, are those kind of things done typically in a home inspection, or are those uh, tests that are done maybe under more special or unique circumstances? Yeah. Great question, Greg. And, and, and this has evolved greatly over the past few years. It, I mean, it used to be everyone just did a general inspection. Now buyers are, are, are wanting more than that chimney inspection. If the house has a fireplace, they want a camera run through the chimney. Um, radon testing, you know, checking the home for radon gas. Um, the biggest one lately is sewer scoping. People are moving into homes finding uh, roots and, and breaks in their sewer line. It's a really expensive problem. Really popular lately is, is people preemptive of that problem are getting getting the sewer scope with a camera. So those are all uh, services that have come up over the last few years. There's an interesting little line of advice on your website that I really would love to hear you expand on. Uh, so this is advice for somebody who is securing your services or the services of another uh, home inspection uh, firm, and that is, do not miss the forest for the trees. Uh, it's a really interesting turn of phrase. I'm sure we've all heard that familiar phrase, but how does that apply to the matter of, of having a, 
a, a home inspected before you buy it? Why do we have to be careful about this matter of forest and trees? Right, right. Greg, this is Paul. Um, you know, we put that saying up there, when you're buying it, when, when people typically buy a new house, it can be really overwhelming, right? Our job as consultants is to kind of get them to say, hey, the color of the paint doesn't necessarily matter, but your roof or your foundation or your heating and cooling system, that's, those are the things that matter. You, you can live in a house with ugly paint. You can't live in a house with, um, with no water or a bad foundation or a leaky roof. Um, so we always try and get our clients to kind of see the importance of certain things in a house. Um, and cosmetic things typically are not them. Most people go in, paint, change their carpet, you know, have plans to remodel a kitchen. No one really has plans to put a new foundation on a house or move in the roof leaks and they've got to, you know, spend a lot of money on a new roof because those things you need to live in the house. You know, I mean, you can live in with ugly paint all you want. <laughs> you also say on the website that the buyer, if possible, should be present uh, for the home inspection. Uh, tell us why that can be helpful for the buyer to be actually uh, on hand, uh, on, on, on site. I mean, did I read that correctly? Am I remembering that correctly? You're 100% correct. And, and that's 50% of the inspection, Greg, is, is working with the buyer, educating them. If they're not there and they just get a report, the report can be overwhelming a good inspector is going to work with the client, address their needs, um, and 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 really listen to their questions. Very important. And we want to make sure also it's nice to point out to them when, as, as opposed to let's say we found a, a list of forty problems in there and thirty eight of them are about broken doorknobs. When we're there, we can focus on, hey, this is this is the important thing in this report. We need to show it to you so they're not making an interpretation of something they did not see. So we always encourage them to be there. It's a better inspection with our clients there with us uh, when we're doing this because, again, they can get the, the full uh, idea of what's going on in this house when they move in. The report that you give and at one point on your website you talk about what what ends up being presented to the potential buyer is a balanced unemotional report uh without bias and so on uh in in the typical report do you ultimately then make some sort of final conclusion like uh go ahead and buy this house or or <laughs> under no circumstances should you buy this house or or is that not part of your job? I mean, is your job just to present results and have the prospective buyer uh, make their own conclusions? A hundred percent. We let them make their own conclusions. Um, you know, I think we can emphasize things in the report and we can, um, you know, prioritize things, but the ultimate conclusion of whether to move forward with the purchase or what to request the seller repairs is up to them because everyone's situation is different. So yeah, we leave that up to them. You are not only in the business of, of inspecting homes, but of, of training uh, home inspectors and have been doing that uh, important work for, for, for many, many years. One thing really intrigued me. I don't remember where I saw this, but 
some kind of reference to how you like to put together or design your home inspection teams to be a little like sports teams. So I'm wondering, I mean, are we talking about a sports-focused family of athletes? And, 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 and what exactly are you talking about in terms of this, uh, how you put your teams together? How does that relate to the world of, 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 of sports or athletics? You know, well, you know, I wouldn't say any of us are great athletes, but we do enjoy watching sports. Uh, but, you know, we look at our, we typically do an inspection with a team. All right. Our, 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 our inspectors go out in groups. All right. And like any team, you've got it. You've got people that have strengths and you have people that have weaknesses. Right. But what we need to do is we need to get them all to, to be one cohesive unit and work through a house and perform at the highest level. And so what we do is we want we we want to put together people that work well together, that communicate well together, um, that help each other important and communicate well so what we do when we do a legacy what we do is when we put together an inspection team we look for all different attributes and we see about managing those and uh, putting so we have a, a great product a great service that we put out and uh every you know the teams are strong and that's kind of what we want to do on a daily basis we do that so when you are uh, going into homes um what are some of the sort of especially amazing or maybe horrifying things that uh, that you end up seeing? Uh, you know, that this is Sal again, and I got to jump in with my all-time home inspection story. <laughs> uh, this is Paul and I were, were doing a house, and Paul, and Paul and I had just read a book about the Ebola virus and uh, how it's carried by monkeys. And so we're doing a house, and we went into the house, and the first thing we noticed was there was a little, like, doggy door in the back of the house, but running in and out of the house were certainly dogs, but also pigs. So we're in the house, and there's pigs running in and out of the house. And so, okay, I guess people like pigs. But uh, I was think, doing something in the basement. Paul called me and says, come on upstairs, you got to see this. And we opened the door to a bedroom, and it was a wall of monkeys. <laughs> there were cages in the house. There were six cages, and each case was a cage was a monkey, and so um, that kind of did shock me, especially having read about the Ebola virus and and how it's transmitted through monkeys. So, so that was probably the most amazing thing I think I had ever seen in a home in thirty years of doing this. <laughs> That's hey, Greg, I think yes, what was called the house, if I recall correctly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. Uh, a, a last really important matter, which is the matter of trust. At one point uh, on, on your website, you say to the uh, prospective buyer, you must trust the home inspector. If you don't, they're the wrong person for you. Uh, explain that matter of trust and the way in which uh, you, for instance, try to foster that sense of of trust, of being trustworthy when it comes to uh, an important matter. I mean, an incredibly important matter like this. I mean, for most people, this is by far the largest purchase they will ever make in their lives. Yeah, I think this is Sal again. Uh, I think that goes with the idea of why we always strongly recommend the client attend the inspection with us. 
we want to create this give-and-take atmosphere in there, that we're not some thing or some entity that's on the phone or sending you a report. No, we, we want to go through the house. We encourage them to ask questions. Uh, we try when we're going, explain how the home functions. You may have a perfect home, but what the client can pick up on, uh, from us is how this home works where the safety features are, shutoffs, the operation of the home. So we're trying to create a rapport with them, and we want to point out an issue and explain not only what the issue is, but um, what the ramifications of that issue may be with the, with the buyer. So we want them, when they leave there, to say, boy, I've got a really good knowledge. I've been with someone who took the time to look at my house that I'm going to buy and answer my questions to hopefully help me so I understand the home I'm buying and I can move forward. And basically, when they're done with the inspection, what they're saying to us is, look it, I will trust you in this this really expensive process. And once that's there and they do trust you, it works out nicely. One of the things we try to do with Legacy is if after they move in, they have questions or needed something else to be looked at, we want to respond to them. And if need be, we're going to go back out there and basically, because you did put that trust in, in us, we, we want to make sure we can make this whole process not only at pre-purchase but after purchase work for them. Hmm. Sal, Paul, and David Cadenese uh, uh, operate Legacy Inspection Group. Their website gives a whole lot of interesting information. And for anybody who is embarking on this uh, important venture, uh, wherever you might be, uh, looking at their website, I think, will give you a lot to think about in terms of the, 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 the important matters that are worth considering uh, in securing a, a home inspection firm and the things one should be thinking about as uh, you embark on, on this, uh, this really big step. Sal, Paul, David Cadenese, it's been really fun to speak with you uh, about the important work that, that you and your staff do. Thank you for making time for the morning show, and uh, best wishes to all of you. Thank you.